0: Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Welcome to this next episode of Box Talk. I am here with a very special guest. Can you introduce yourself?
1: Hey, this is Don Moss from uh, CrossFit Apogee in Tampa, Florida.
0: All right, Don. Well, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Appreciate great it. Great to talk
1: to you, Heather, always.
0: Yes, I know. I'm super entertaining, and it's always great to be in <laughs> my presence. I get that. So, hey, well, let's start off. I always love to just kind of touch on the background of each of my guests, you know, ask them, how did you get into this industry? How did you find your way into the world of CrossFit and, and um, come to open up your gym and uh, venture off into whatever avenues you have now? I Just give me the back, back and and how you came to be here.
1: Yeah, you bet. Uh, So uh, the story starts in 2010. Uh, I was active duty Air Force. I was stationed over in Iraq. Uh, A buddy of mine said, hey, you need to try out this CrossFit stuff. It's awesome. I said, hey, it's a fad. It's Richard Simmons, whatever. You know, nobody's going to be doing it. Uh, So that tells you about my intelligence right there. And then uh, he finally talked me into it. I started doing it out there in Iraq. I turned around. I was hooked. Uh, came back, got my level one, uh, started doing classes, free classes on Saturday out in our development uh, before I retired. Then you know, my wife and I sat down. We had the decision process of what do you want to do with the rest of your life now that you're retired from the military? And, you know, we said, why don't we just give this a shot? Uh, so we decided to open up an affiliate out of our garage uh, did that for a little while, realized we just did not have the space in the garage to capture everybody. So we went looking for a place and opened up in December of 13 at our current location, uh, CrossFit Apogee. And, you know, we just had our third year anniversary here last December. Uh, and at the same time, about a month after that, I wound up selling it because uh, we're moving up to Cincinnati. So uh, a very short, bright uh, period of time for Don and CrossFit Apogee, but I'm going to stay here as manager for about a year uh, before we move to Cincy.
0: Oh, life. What it throws life. at you. You never, yeah. probably never would have guessed any of that. That's <laughs> but right. Yeah. You never know what you're going to
1: get. Some yeah. guy said that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, where does the name come from?
1: So CrossFit Apogee, Apogee itself, uh, you know, we went through the whole lexicon of all the the names that were available, which there are very few nowadays. Um, and nothing that we threw at CrossFit headquarters was available. So we both are intelligence officers. We worked with satellites in the past, uh, and Apogee is actually the peak or culmination of something. So, uh, when it comes to a satellite, it's the, the, the top of the orbit before it comes back around, you know, uh, the planet. So that's the Apogee or peak and then uh the perigee is the bottom part but we didn't want to be like crossfit bottom so uh we figured we'd go with apogee and that that was kind of a safe bet
0: that was much better than crossfit bottom that yeah been,
1: yeah it worked know, out a lot better for us i think
0: now i want to know if there's a crossfit out there called the crossfit bottom because
1: i need to go look
0: yeah i've run into i think the most interesting name i've ever ran into is crossfit zombie bunnies that Ooh. was yeah
1: damn it yeah, I missed that one. should have
0: gone for that one. Next time, next time. <laughs> that's zombie <right>. something. <laughs> zombie birds or you zombie You can't go chickens. wrong. Can't <laughs> no, go you wrong. can't go wrong. Okay, interesting. Well, and that's good to know how to say it because I definitely was pronouncing it wrong. So
1: It's okay. People Not think it. we're like a like an Indian tribe. Well, like that's they come right. and ask like it about maybe, bingo.
0: Maybe some sort of like connection yeah. to the. Apogee. History. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Don, your part Native American. I have no it's, idea. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, it seems like that's kind of your. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely that's my background. Absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, interesting. So, oh man, that's so cool. And just over the time and and through the years, your box has grown. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today was about a specific program of yours that you just launched in January called Fem Strong. Um, and I'd love to get some more details on that. You know, what what is Fem Strong? Let's let's start there. What is it? What do you guys do in that program?
1: So FEM Strong is a ladies only strength and conditioning class, uh, which we run in our lunchtime period, 11,30 to 12.30, three times a week. Um, it's you know it's funny, it's one of those things that um, it actually started uh, at the Box Pro conference, uh, which Heather you were a part of, and it's infamous now, I'm sure. But uh, over drinks at the social get together, the very first night, uh, I had to see the video of the whole femstrong thing to realize that I was actually a part of it and, and <laughs> shouting out femstrong <laughs> at the top of my lungs. But uh, it, it, the name kind of stuck and. It just became such a part of that weekend that we're like, I'm just going to make a program called Femme Strong. It's going to be ladies only. It's going to be fantastic. And we did. You know, we actually went ahead and did it. Um, and, you know, here we are. And it, it provides that lunchtime option, which we didn't have. Um, it provides a ladies only option, which we didn't have. Um, and that has kind of dovetailed in nicely. Because we get a lot of people come in for like a new you challenge There's a lot of ladies who really go after the new you challenge because it is ladies only they're intimidated about going into a mixed group Especially in the beginning. So uh, this is kind of you know, one of those things that that killed a few uh, You know birds with one stone uh, and it's worked out well like we dig it and we're, we're excited to see where it's gonna go
0: Yeah, I remember when you posted about Femstrong the first time where It was like guys It's actually a class now. I, I remember everyone in the office over here was like he did what <laughs> it's he's legit about this oh my yeah.
1: gosh yeah, yeah. It, what could go wrong I mean you know when you have a couple drinks with a bunch of great people and you make decisions I mean it can only go well
0: I mean you came with a great <laughs> idea and it sounds like it's gone well so far right it's still yeah. the program's still alive and running, and running oh yeah and still coming? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's still alive and growing so we're digging it
0: so what's the purpose behind having a, a woman's only program you know well what is kind of your mentality behind that and servicing your membership
1: well, th- I think there's a sect out there of, uh, you know, people who want to get in shape, uh, ladies, uh, who just feel more comfortable in that environment, you know, uh, in a ladies only environment. Uh, and that's great, you know, as a box owner, um, or former box owner, uh, you know, now manager, my, uh, goal is to provide options for multiple people. Like, um, you know, the, the evolution of Apogee was always to have, you know, CrossFit as the the diamond if you will um in the crown but then other have other options as well so femstrong is one of those options you know where it's a ladies only specific where people who are I mean, ladies who aren't comfortable with being around men working out you know they don't want to feel judged um you know they don't want to feel like they're you know being looked at things like that they have that option where they can just hang out with the ladies and work out um so it, there has been a response to that which is great and then the lunchtime thing um you know, just having another option for folks that might not be able to make it here at night or make it here in the morning because of life obligations. Now you have an option um, during the day.
0: Yeah, I know for sure. So how have you gone about structuring it? Is it the same as like a typical CrossFit class? Like is that the type of programming you do? Do you do different programming for it?
1: Um, You know, there is a lot of CrossFit elements in it. Um, it's more focused on the strength part. We want to build muscle with our ladies, which then helps burn fat. So uh, the coach that we have in there, Alex, who's our lead, you know, he'll program predominantly strength in the beginning portion, whereas some days you might have with a regular CrossFit class, it might be all Metcons, metabolic conditioning and no strength-specific stuff. He, on purpose, does strength-specific stuff every time. Uh, it's three times a week, so you're not overloading anybody. Um, and, and the ladies love it. I mean, if you know, uh, you know, most people out there watching, you know, uh, ladies, I mean, guys as well, but ladies like deadlift for the first time or back squat for the first time and realize how strong they are and how powerful they are, you know, they're, they're all over it, you know? Um, and then it just goes on from there. So uh, that's been one of the things that I think has uh, captivated. Some of our members is, um, they don't feel judged. They, you know, feel they feel powerful when they're doing that and they get a great workout.
0: Have you had a lot of um, previous members just kind of flow into the fem strong or has it been a lot of new members that have come to it?
1: Well, we had a lot of new you people. Actually, we do the new you challenge, uh, which is ladies only, or that's one of the options anyways. Um, And they've flowed into it because it was a ladies only um, environment as well. But some just did it because of their work schedule. You know, they were able to slide into a lunchtime class uh, and take a break or they worked from home. Um, So we've had you know one person sliding in from the regular classes but the rest of have, have basically been new um you know from the new you challenge group that has kind of funneled in there we're actually going to do a specific uh class for our next new you challenge which is going to be right before femstrong uh, with the you know the goal of just funneling those guys after 6 weeks right into the femstrong oh
0: okay okay yep. Well, that makes sense yep. so yep. um do you, do you market it in a specific way or do you just talk about it with the new, you just talk about with the new people then?
1: Yeah, we talk about it with the new people. Uh, we market it internally. We market it on Facebook. Um, if you do Facebook ads or push those things out, the nice thing about it is you can kind of limit the amount of men it goes to because it's ladies only. So you can kind of, you know, broaden your brush for your marketing brush by trying to hit lady specific. Um, but we do it internally, you know, we have it up on the, the windows, we have it on my front desk. Um, we do it in our Facebook group, you know, we'll throw it out on Instagram. So we, we do the, the traditional marketing for it. Um, and that seems to work, you know, it's a newer program. So you've always got to, you know, give it a little bit of time to flourish. Um, but it, you know, it seems to be grab and hold.
0: Mm, Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then you were saying, uh, Alex. He sounds like he's the person who runs the program. How did you go about choosing who was in charge of it? And first off, it's a man. Are the women okay with that? That's
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's my first yes. question. Like.
1: Yeah. No, it seems weird, right? Like Mm -hmm. ladies only, like, why would they be okay with a guy? Mm -hmm. Um, But they have no problem with a guy being the coach. They seem to be fine with it. You know, it's the ladies around them. You know, they want to be surrounded by other ladies. Uh, That's what works for them as far as, you know, the environment. But no, they love Alex. Alex is great. He's a younger guy. You know, I tell him to be nice to him. You know, don't break him. Um, You know, I want him coming back all the time. But uh, no, he's a good guy. We do that with the New You Challenge as well, where... You know I'm one of the coaches for the new you challenge and uh it just seems to work out like it's it's weird how they're okay with the guy being the coach but if you if I threw a guy in as an athlete into the ladies only class they'd probably be like uh wait a minute what's going on here
0: like no we're gonna kick him out that's right that's
1: right (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna put his body outside
0: yeah it's like uh uh-uh so what maybe what aspects or characteristics do you think is important for a coach who runs maybe a women's only program or a ladies only program
1: Well, I I think it's a lot of the same stuff that you would look for in any coach that you hire for a program is you have to have somebody that you like being around. Because if you don't like being around them, who else is going to like being around them? Um, You know, we hire coaches based off personality first. Um, (laughs) Crazily enough, um, if we have somebody that comes in that's got, you know, five or six certs, but you can't stand them, they're not going to find a home here, you know, Um, because they're your ambassador. You know, relationships are, you know, what, 75, 80 percent of why people stay at gyms. So if they're not going to have a relationship with the coach that they see all the time, why would they stay? You know, great. It's a good workout program. You'll have some of those massive kids who will be like, whatever they throw at me, I'm just going to do. But those are the, you know, exception to the rule. Um, so whenever we look for a coach and Femstrong is notwithstanding, it's, you know, is this person passionate about uh, fitness? Is this person passionate about people? Um, you know, are they engaging? Are they going to be that person that reaches out to folks Especially new folks and takes them under their wing um, Those are the coaches that Will will make your gym go You know um, And that's that's a whole other topic with hiring the right coach But that's what we look for um, You know with our FemStrong And Alex was perfect, young guy, loved everything um, Really energetic, knew what he was talking about It And now we can make him smarter as a coach But he already had that personality there You know which we don't have to You know try to change him We just make him smarter
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I've talked to so many affiliates who say like, I mean, you, you can't change personality, but you can teach, you know, skills and and the ability to coach, but it's so important to get that person that you like into the gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. So um, how did you go about then? Like once you got this brainchild, like, did you go up to Alex and be like, Hey man, would you be up for this? Like, I don't know. Like, how did you even go about forming this program? Like, can you kind of maybe take me through the step-by-step process or was it literally like, let's just put on the schedule and see what happens?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it was almost (laughs) like that. Like once all those drinks started flowing at the conference, you know, and and the fem strong idea came out hard and strong, we're like, all right, we're going to do it. You know, you make a little bit of graphics, you know, to, to put it out there. And we actually, uh, you know, it was like, hey, I want to do this. Let's go look for some coaches. I was able to find a coach. Alex isn't the original coach, believe it or not, but I found the original coach, Jill, and she was all about it. Big you know, weightlifting background, was very excited. And then about three weeks into the program, she got a full-time job that she had been looking for for like the last six years. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, oh no, and and we were worried about it. But Alex kind of came swooping in um, as a friend of uh, the new owner, Michael. And he was like, Oh, this is the perfect guy. You know, he came in, he interviewed, you know, I loved him. Uh, and so it worked out really well for us, uh, where he was kind of able to, to transition in, but, but really it was, all right, this is the program we want. This is, you know, what we kind of want for a structure as far as what it's going to provide ladies only strength and conditioning with a focus on strength. These are the times, you know, the logistics, who's going to coach it. Do we need a backup coach? You should always have a backup coach just in case. Um, and this is how we're going to do it. This is the pricing structure. We're gonna start marketing it you know three weeks prior, you know to the beginning. Uh, we're gonna market it internally. We're gonna market it externally. And then um, yeah, we opened the doors and you know, people started signing up before we we began, which was always nice. but uh, we were gonna just open the doors and see how it ran for a month regardless and then go from there. Wow
0: okay, no, that makes sense. interesting. so, I'm kind of looking at like a general overview, is that, I mean, is that how you go about mostly when it comes to forming new programs and introducing new class types within the gym?
1: Yeah, I think a good way to do it as well is if you have an idea for a program is try to do an internal survey. You know, you can do that on Facebook. You know, they do like the polling on Facebook where you can say, listen – I would really love to start an underwater basket weaving class who's interested, you know, and see how many people, you know, say, oh, that's awesome. You know, and and if you get enough response out of that, then go ahead and start making that. Um, If you just, you know, off the top of your head, just make it up and then, you know, hey, good luck without knowing that there's, we knew that there was going to be some response to it. So, um, but if you do that, then you are risking it, you know, especially if it's something that's, you know, completely exotic. But I think if you survey your people through a newsletter, you can do that MailChimp, you can do Facebook, you can do it at the box. Like, hey, sign your name on the whiteboard if you're interested in this class. You can get a general idea of, of what your um, you know, audience is going to be. You know, and then you can make that decision off of that. Um, that's probably the safest way to go about doing it you know, versus coming up with an idea when you're drunk. You know um, in Atlanta and and hoping it works so
0: but it could be yeah. a great way to get things kick-started up and yes the it could. Wagon up there so that's right
1: that's right get the, it, g- get the wheels rolling
0: it's like not opposed to that <laughs> Yeah, Maybe just yeah. got the best forum.
1: Yeah, if you guys want me to come to any of your boxes and drink and come up with ideas with you, I you know just send me a ticket, guys. I'm send available. me a
0: ticket, buy me the beer, and we're sold. That's right. <laughs> Great. So Don's actually starting a new consulting business called us with Don, and yes. then you go wrong. get fabulous ideas. Most likely. Right. So.
1: Those are the best ideas.
0: Yeah, I mean that sounds great to me. Good luck. I wish you much luck on that business endeavor. Right, I'll let
1: you know how it goes.
0: Yes. Um. So, when it comes to like formulas and programs, I'm just kind of curious of your own opinion. Like, I mean, is there a time when you think like one's box could get bogged down with the amount of programs they could offer? You know, is there? Is there a sweet spot or a number? Is it dependent on the affiliate? Like, should you know one just stick to the basics, or like should they look to widen their scope? I mean, that's a question a lot of people said. Some people say CrossFit, just CrossFit, and other people say like, let's bring other stuff in.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think it depends on what you want to do. You know, if you're if you're a young box, uh, I'm a fan of focusing on one thing and making it good. You know, um, just worry about that. Like, don't try to open up with like 10 programs and be like, I hope this works. It's just going to be chaos. If you can start off with, hey, let's do CrossFit and and maybe CrossFit kids or something like that, like something small, get a couple programs going, make those really efficient, you know, well-oiled programs and then build from there, you know. But if you've got time in the day and you've got the people to man it and the logistics, try to try to fill your gym. You know, I mean, if you have a four hour block in the middle of the day, you have a coach who can work the middle of the day. There's interest in a lunchtime program. Create a lunchtime program, you know, give it two months and see if it works, if it's going to pay the bills, if it's going to pay the coaching fees um, and then give you something extra, you know, why not? You know, I mean, you're you're paying for your space all day. You might as well get something out of it if and if it's something you can offer people, Maybe they can't make your night classes. Maybe they can't make your morning classes, but they can make a a late morning class or an early afternoon class, which is a, you know, quasi specialty or even a lunchtime CrossFit class. Who knows? Have a running clinic that you can do, uh, you know, for six weeks out of the, you know, of a quarter, Um, you know, do uh, Olympic training. You know, a lot of gyms will do that Olympic barbell club, you know, do all those things and explore. Um, If you've got the time and the coaches and you have the right coaches to do that. Um, uh, because again, personality is everything, but if you have the right coaches to do that, um, and you trust them and you've got the opportunity, you know, go for it, but don't rush it too fast. That's my big thing is don't try to just come out of the gate with doing a ton of stuff. Cause it really will make your life. I think, mm-hmm. you know, pretty difficult, um, trying to do all that right off the bat. So just kind of take it easy when you get something good going on, then go ahead and maybe add something else.
0: Yeah, I think people just can get excited about, you know, their dreams and the different visions they sure. have and just want to implement and go. And you're like, well, what about worrying about, like, the little baby that you have over here and you need to grow yeah. still?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. So um, how, how do you say, like, how do you maybe decide if a program has been successful? If Is it is it people come to it? Is it, like you know, like you said, you meet the amount of people coming to cover the cost of, you know, the coach and and the time spent or how do you go about determining the success of a program?
1: Well, um, for me, if it covers the coaching hours, you know, and it gives me something a little bit extra, I'll probably run with it, you know, for a while. If it was dead time already, you know, why not? You know, you're the coach is happy. They're getting paid. It's time that you weren't making any money before. So if you're generating some revenue there on top of it, like it's, it's better than nothing, you know? Um, and you have somebody to manage it. I think to me that makes it a worthwhile program to go with what you don't want is, you know, a program, which, you know, maybe covers the coaching hours, but not much else. Um, and you're having to do a lot of work to manage it. You know, that's taking time, you know, your time is money, you know, that is time that you could do to create another program or work on your business, you know, um, optimize your business. So it, you know, we're lucky. We have Alex who runs the program. He does the programming. He gets paid, you know, per his class, and he's got a key to the place. He comes in. He knocks out his class. You know, um, he likes to hang out after. He maybe has some personal training after that. But from my standpoint, you know, I I put out like a femstrong notice every now and then. You know, about hey, the program is still going. Guys, come on in. Uh, so very little, you know, work on my part and that's a great program for me where it's generating extra revenue during a day where I the part of the day where I wasn't generating anything so that's a win for me that's that's the way I would look at it you could you could certainly have markers of I wanna make twice as much you know as it's costing me for the coach or you know this and that that's great Um, and if you're gonna replace a program that is probably something you want to look at but if you just have dead time and you have the opportunity to put a program in there that's gonna generate some revenue and help pay off some you know, coaching bills for other coaches or pay the electricity, you know, things like that, then shoot, why not?
0: Yeah. And it sounds like you need a coach too who can take ownership of it. And like you said, Alex comes in, does his work, you know, stays after if need be and, and then leaves. Yep.
1: Yep. And you get, you know, you give them, Hey, if you're going to be the director and do all this, maybe give him 50% of the profits, you know, like, okay, you get 50% of that and that's yours and we get the other 50% or you can do, if you're paying him per class, well, what are you paying him for? Is it just the coach? Well, cause then maybe he's not doing extra stuff on the side. So you kinda, you know, maybe he's not doing the programming, he expects you to do the programming, but you know, we do with Alex, we do 50%, you know, with him. So yeah, so he's able to knock that out. And then, um, it, but it's, it's his baby, you know, and we yeah. sit back, we provide him the space and we make money for him running that program. And if he's running it well, then, you know, it's just a good reflection on us too.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if he, if he makes it, the uh, higher-generated program, revenue-generating program, it's good for him. So it's kind of incentive that way. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I like like that model. I think that's cool. Yeah, you're a thinker right there. (laughs) Do you do that with most of your other programs, or is that maybe one specifically different?
1: Um, You know, we have a program where we were doing per head. Like boot camp was per head because we had different coaches. So... You know whatever. however many you know athletes came in you get five bucks per head you know when they were coming in um, personal training we do a percentage you know um, the regular classes you know it's per head or I'm sorry the regular classes is per class because uh, we're doing the programming and everything else um, so femstrong is kind of its own you know thing um, our running program we do a percentage as well that seems to work out where it's then yeah their their incentive to build that program and get more people in there because it's more money in their pocket yeah.
0: No? Yep. I think that's great. I would do that. I, Man, I should get probably a percentage off of your uh, Drinks with Don Boom. Business, so I'm just there you go. You know. um,
1: Discount code coming.
0: <laughs> yes, I love it. So, in, in the past few months that you've had Fen Strong, I'm kind of curious if you've had any um, key lessons or takeaways or even advice that you could give to other affiliates when it comes to launching a women's only program or even just launching a program in general that you've learned or picked up over the past few months
1: yeah so um it depends on what kind of program you're running um if you if you launch a barbell club you know one lesson is make sure that you you know the people going into the barbell club like what is your intent is it people who are already familiar with the moves just to get stronger is it to teach people barbell club you know how to do things Um, is it going to be a program which is universally scalable you know, what is your intent on that program? So I would make sure you have a good goal in mind and what you want it to be and um, what it can do. Um, You know, if we have a new program that's gonna start off like FemStrong, hey, you know, you can walk in off the street and start FemStrong, you know, and we're gonna coach you and we're gonna train you up because we want it to be universally scalable. You know, we don't want it to have to be these big wickets that you have to go through in order to get into FemStrong. But, you know, maybe for something like an advanced barbell club, you know, you should know the basics you know, before you walk in and we have to teach you a snatch right off the bat or a clean right off the bat. So something with a barbell club is like, okay, do you have six months of CrossFit experience, you know, or have you reached this certain level of lifting ability? And then you go into the barbell club. So it really depends on how you want to take it, but you could, you could totally build a beginner's barbell club. You know, we, we've done that too, where we do a four week seminar, uh, twice a week where we just teach you how to lift. You know, we teach you how to do snatches and we teach you how to do cleans. So there's a bunch of options out there.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I just I just think it's neat that there's so many different options in terms of even just programming alone that, you know, are possible for affiliate to dive into and hopefully, you know, make more revenue with. So, and it's like, I feel like there's different things that they could even go after that they're passionate about. Because it sounds like you're passionate about strong. So that's helpful that you wanted to do that and start that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what what do you want for FemStrong then? Like, do you have any plans for it in the future? Like as you're, you know, managing out this year with the gym or like, what would you want from it?
1: Um, I I think I'd like it to be a class that's capped out at about 10 people. Um, You know, maybe more with an assistant coach. I don't, you know, need it to be any super program in a perfect world. Maybe it extends into another program at 1230 to 130, because right now it's 1130 to 1230. So maybe it bounces out for another hour. Um, you know, but that's it. Uh, it's just something that offers an option for, you know, ladies in the area um, to get a workout in, uh, you know, uh, and, and feel comfortable doing so.
0: Yeah, cool. Awesome. And then yeah. I mean, Don, do you have any other lasting advice when it comes to, you know, creating programs or women's programs that you think other affiliates could benefit from?
1: Yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, ask around and see if there's a, there's a window there. See if there's an opportunity there, you know, ask the question and try to make sure that you have your audience. Um, And then from there, just, you know, work it from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to help.
0: Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Don, I mean, those are all the questions I really want to ask you about FemStrong and and programming and all that. Is there anything else that you would love to add or share um, that you think affiliates should know before we sign off for today?
1: Uh, Don't lose your brains. You're going to have a bad day every now and then. It happens to all of us. It'll be okay. Keep your head down. A very wise woman once said, keep swimming, just keep swimming. So, uh, listen to that advice. It'll be okay. I know there's lots of stuff out there that can frustrate the heck out of owners and just make you want to pull your hair out. It'll, it'll pass. Take a big, deep breath. Think about it for a minute. Um, and then just keep going. You know, it, it it happens to everybody. You're not alone. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just do your best love and patience, uh, for everybody around you and, and everything will work out.
0: Yeah, no, that's, super solid advice and the affiliates I challenge you to do the same take a moment for yourself and realize you've done a good job so far and you're going to do a great job tomorrow and it's okay if things go wrong today so you got this but anyways Don thank you so much for just being on the show today for just letting me pick your brain about Femstrong. Um, yeah and yeah just for sharing everything with us we really appreciate it
1: no you bet Heather it's always a pleasure you rock
0: thanks man yeah. You rock yeah <laughs>